Thanks for listening to Reimagining the Internet from the Institute for Digital Public Infrastructure at UMass Amherst. We're hosting an ongoing discussion with researchers, activists, academics, techies, and journalists about what's wrong with the Internet and how we might fix it. I'm your host, Ethan Zuckerman. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I'm Ethan Zuckerman. This is Reimagining the Internet. We are visiting today with Michael Wood Lewis. He's the co-founder with his wife, Valerie, of Front Porch Forum, uh, which they founded together in the Five Sisters neighborhood of Burlington, Vermont. Front Porch Forum uh, is a micro, hyper-local social network. It's actually getting a lot of attention these days um, because it appears to have cracked the code of how to build uh, a highly functional uh, local social network. Michael, we're so thrilled to have you with us. Thank you, Ethan. I'm, I'm glad to be here. So can you take us back to 2000 when you started working on this project? What what led you um, to head online uh, to create a space to meet your neighbors? Sure. Well, that was a long time ago. I don't know if I can remember much, but let me dust off uh, uh, some of the memories here. Um, my wife and I were relatively new to our town, Burlington, Vermont, and we moved here from away. We had a one-year-old, uh, first child, and we were renters, and we had, uh, by some good fortune, we were able to find, housing's very tight here, find a place to rent in a, a neighborhood that was really known for being friendly and neighborly. But after, you know, a year of living there, we were finding it was tough to break in. People seemed friendly enough. We just were always on the outside looking in. And so we tried a few different things, some false starts to, you know, to, to find our way into the inner circle. And, and um, finally, I had been working in a kind of web 1.0 startup that's uh, long gone, but uh, thought, you know, maybe this internet thing uh, that people are talking about could this World Wide Web could come help my local neighborhood. And and when did you have a sense that it was working? Was it a transformation in your and Valerie's lives? Was it the spread from your neighborhood across Burlington? What let you knew that Front Porch Forum had had something unique going for it? It was in the first couple of weeks, frankly. Uh, people signed up in droves very quickly. We, we, about a 500 household neighborhood, I printed a stack of flyers out and stuck one in each front door. And, you know, I'm no artist, it looked terrible. It was, you know, clearly not spam. It was some, some guy trying something. And, and it, it took right off and people immediately, well, it's an, we were fortunate. The neighborhood is very friendly and neighborly and full of organizer type folks, right? And so, Suddenly, instead of having to pull together a list of uh, and make 20 calls every time you wanted to do a, a block party or whatever, you just hit one button and you'd reach everybody. And in between all those organizing activities, there was the lost dog uh, to track down and a post hole digger to borrow. And hey, is anyone else going to go to the city council meeting on Thursday? Because there's this issue uh, that's important to our neighborhood. And so it took off immediately. So it had real utility for people in terms of people who wanted to interact with their neighbors, whether it was as lightweight as trying to figure out who lost their dog or to borrow a tool 
or whether it was more around things like political organizing, unlike a lot of other projects, uh, you were using email, uh, which is sort of a universal service online. You know, it's hard to know what networks people will or won't join. Uh, but at the end of the day, almost everyone has email. How did it scale from a neighborhood project um, to the vast media empire you have right now, stretching all the way from uh, northern Massachusetts into the wilds of Washington County, New York? Um, for those who don't get the joke, uh, Front Porch Forum covers all of Vermont, uh, two counties in New York, and, and one town at the moment in, in Massachusetts, which is, is functionally in Vermont. <laughs> Maybe culturally too. The, the uh, yeah, so Front Porch Forum, uh, it's frontporchforum.com if folks are interested in looking up more online. And we serve all of Vermont um, and, as you say, some neighboring communities. Um, and our focus, though, really is Vermont. And that's where we've, um, that's where we all live. I, I'm joined by 20 colleagues now. Our staff has grown. And, you know, we're all focused on trying to make our communities marginally better um, by providing this service day in and day out for what amounts to 20 years now. Yeah, I was I was curious um, when you decided that it was time to move beyond Burlington. Was the demand of people in neighboring communities um, wanting to um, to expand Front Porch Forum into their own towns? How, how did you uh, make that move from a neighborhood to a city to the state and now to neighboring communities. We started as a, in our own neighborhood and ran it as a project for six years. And I was fully employed, my wife, and we went from one newborn baby over that time period to four. And wow. life was chaotic. And um, in 2006, I left a job leading an environmental nonprofit and decided to, to go for it. And, and my wife, Valerie, and I decided to form a business, hire a guy who's a coder, built out um, a web app um, around this concept that we've been doing in our own neighborhood for six years. And that was the launch of Front Porch Forum as a business and as a countywide effort. And we served every, at that first, at that next iteration, every um, town and neighborhood in greater Burlington. There's about 50 neighborhoods. Um, that kept on for a while. And what we, what we found throughout all this is people would keep approaching us outside of our service area and ask us to, you know, when we were one neighborhood, they would just come and say, Hey, how do I sign up? I say, Oh yeah, what street are you on? Well, no, I'm six towns away. It just sounds great. I want to be part of it. I said, well, uh, no, but how about this? I'll help you set up one in your area. Mm, okay. You know, and I eventually made a little how-to guide and, um, you know, how to use a free listserv and how to make a spreadsheet and, you know, all this kind of stuff. This, again, this is back in the early 2000s. But what I found was people wouldn't do it and the few who would, uh, wouldn't succeed uh, socially or, or, or technology-wise. And for whatever reason, I had uh, the right combination of location and and whatever skills and, and uh, attributes that we were able to make it, make a go of it. And so that, that kind of clicked an entrepreneurial uh, uh, thought into place for me of like, maybe this is 
unusual and something that, you know, we could pursue and, and help lots of communities. So we went to all of Greater Burlington. We grew in fits and starts across the state as communities would come to us and we, we'd figure out how to go to one more town, one more town. And then in 2013, we made a jump. At that point, we were covering half of the towns, half of the population in Vermont. And we uh, worked with a, a statewide nonprofit and some others to expand to the whole state. Talk to me a little bit about um, how Front Porch Forum makes money. I assume that you ruthlessly collect all data possible for every subscriber and then uh, sell it on international marketplaces uh, so that we can target uh, new emerging uh, patterns of flannel to Vermonters. Is, is that uh, the essence of it? Ah, uh, you know, I'm taking notes here. Uh, these are some interesting ideas. Um, yeah, not at all. Not at all. That's not our approach. We have been pretty much diametrically opposed to the surveillance business model from, from the beginning. So our basic business model is we sell ads, advertising space to local businesses and nonprofits. And the ads are distributed you know, by geography and by date. And that's it. Um, there's no, yeah, let's see who's, you know, let's check people's browser history or let's, uh, you know, pry into people's lives. We do not do that. Um, and as it turns out, our ads perform exceptionally well. And by the way, they're just plain text. They're, they're not, mm. no images, there's no videos or, you know, anything like that. It's very simple. Um, so very low overhead. So, you know, our small is beautiful for, for our mindset and including on the business side. So the, you know, the handyman with the pickup truck who's looking for more gigs, the uh, small business with three employees, you know, they, Many times they don't they don't want to they haven't invested they don't want to invest in uh, graphic design or or online uh, you know uh, uh, websites and whatnot and so they'll come to us and we'll toss a you know we, we can get them on our service uh, in minutes um, and then they're you know people pay close attention to what's going on in their very small community so the ads get a lot of attention. It can't be as simple as just um, being community-minded, being concerned about um, healthy and resilient communities, um, understanding your advertisers, uh, as well as understanding your markets. Local social networks um, is a space that, that's been enormously challenging. Um, for, for those of us who sort of study the space, networks like Nextdoor are almost notorious for their problems with racism and racial profiling and abuse and polarization. Um, I think a lot of people look at Front Porch Forum and either dismiss it by saying, this is Vermont and people are nice. And by the way, it's also really homogenous and, you know, therefore there just aren't the same tensions that there are elsewhere. Um, or they end up saying, you know, it's fine. You can do this in a very small state. It couldn't work anywhere else. Do you have thoughts on, on whether what you've done could work elsewhere and, and why so many other projects, whether it's been AOL's patch, uh, or whether it's some of these very big venture funded projects trying to work in the same space, um, 
frankly, have not had the same success that you've managed to have over the last 21 years? Sure. Um, it's a terrific question, of course. The, um, so when we started Front Porch Forum in our own neighborhood, it took off. And people said, well, of course, that's the one neighborhood in Burlington where this would work. And then we expanded to you know, 15 surrounding neighborhoods, and it pretty much worked everywhere. Uh, the low income, the high income, the middle, the, the rural, the urban, the suburban, each in different ways, you know, but they all had different flavors. And then people say, well, that's that's Chittenden County. That's greater Burlington, Vermont. That's different than real Vermont, you know, out in the sticks and in the mountains. And and we expanded and it took off there. And they said, well, it won't, you know, it won't work in the more conservative, you know, politically red parts of the state. And, you know, it's taken off there. So every time we thought it might not work as well someplace, it has. But again, that's all Vermont. So, you know, I, I you know, I, I don't know if it would work in the suburbs of Denver or in downtown Oakland. You know, th th these are these are open questions. Um, however, you know, my, when looking at some other um, competing services that were, shall we say, inspired by Front Porch Forum, uh, but then they, you know, married that to the big tech VC backed business model, um, you know, it's not hard to see uh, frankly, disaster on the horizon when you looked at early decisions. Early decisions were the marketing, uh, some you know, ran like uh, an ad for a gated community, you know, a virtual gated community, you know, scared of them? Join us, you know, like, and we'll close the gates. Um, and the first step they make in every community they expand into is uh, police. And, and you know, and it's just a very different starting point. Um, it's not, you know, inclusive, it's exclusive. Um, so, but it gets to me to a larger point. Um, you know, many of the examples uh, that you mentioned, they're all premised on the Silicon Valley, VC-backed, big tech mindset of, okay, how do we do this? How do we scale? And how do we make a 10x return in a few years? And you know, basically, how do we go in and extract all the wealth and, and throw the husk to the side of the road? So gee, I wonder why it's hard to have a tool that builds healthy local communities with that framework. I mean, it's frankly ludicrous that people would imagine you'd get a good end result. It's, it reminds me of healthcare. It's like, you know, okay, how do we get a good outcomes with healthcare? I know, let's, you know, have this uh, massive system where we have all the centralization of power and a few people getting extremely rich. And I'm sure we'll get good outcomes and we'll have everybody be healthy. It's interesting that, you know, Front Porch Forum hasn't tried to go global, right? You, you've got the software, you've got a model. Um, it's quite possible that it could work in the Denver suburbs my guess at your current rate of expansion, you'll be there in roughly 2120. Um, you seem to be growing this at a very healthy, measured, careful pace to sort of make sure that it's working in the communities that it's working in. 
beyond that, um, the service itself is slow in, in the best possible way, which is to say that um, joining Front Porch Forum is not like drinking from a fire hose. It's, it's much more getting um, a daily newsletter. Can, can you talk a little bit about how time plays into questions of, of moderation and community management on Front Porch Forum? It's really one of the most unique things about the product. One of our users uh, who is very tech savvy once told me, he said, yeah, with the internet being the fire hose of information and communication, Front Porch Forum is like slow drip irrigation. Um, and, you know, we're trying to grow a garden here. So, of course, you don't blast it with a fire hose. Um, so, and that's that's very much, that's very apropos. So, our model is each small community, each neighborhood or small town has their local front porch forum. You can only join if you you live there. Um, there's no anonymity. And you submit your postings. They're reviewed by our online community management staff. And 99 point something percent are just float right through. There's, you know, it's, they're looking to screen out problem, you know, real problematic postings racism, et cetera. And then um, we publish typically one issue a day. So it comes out, you know, think of a newspaper hitting the front porch at dinner time kind of model of yesteryear. And everybody's kind of flipping through and looking at the neighborhood chatter at the same time. And if you want to respond, you can respond to the person via email directly. Or, or holler over your back fence or step outdoors and walk down the sidewalk if you live in that kind of place. Um, or you can post to the forum and your response will be there tomorrow in 24 hours. And, and how does slowing things down help with problems that so many of these communities end up with? So many of these communities end up uh, buried in acrimony and anger and people who might have found a way to de-escalate a conflict in person simply screaming at each other in online spaces. The sense that I get is that there's rarely a lot of screaming um, in, in the spaces that you're managing. True. However, there's been more in the last year and more since 2015's election, 2016 election cycle. Um, so we've had to hire more online community, community managers um, and, and train them more. But yeah, generally, it's interesting, Ethan, the, when we started 20 years ago, posting on Front Porch Forum felt like a very poor substitute for having that in-person conversation. Mm. You know, because if you're on the sidewalk and you're having a disagreement with the neighbor about their dog or whatever, you're like, look, you know, John, I understand, you know, he got out, but it's happened three times in a row. You know, what can we do? You know, how can I help? You know, whatever. You see he's getting worked up, so you back off a little. You know, there's a dance. And, you know, if you're both well-intended people, you work something out. But in our service, it, it was like, oh, boy, you know, there's it's much reduced. It is probably worth noting that, you know, Vermont is not without conflict. I think everybody understands that, you know, Burlington is the hometown of Bernie Sanders and that 
it is a state that is a reliably left-leaning electoral vote. I will say, driving around Bennington um, to visit a friend the other day, I saw an almost equal number of Black Lives Matter signs and Black Guns Matter signs. Um, I had not seen the Black Guns Matter campaign previously, but uh, it it did seem like a a bit of an opposition as I was there. Um, You know, we are living in a world where national issues seem to manifest at the local, uh, no matter what we do. Talk to me a little bit about how technically Front Porch Forum manages to stay hyper-local. Um, if I decide that I want to assert that I'm from Pownal, Vermont, uh, are, are you going to check my driver's license? How, how does that work to make sure that these conversations uh, really just include the neighbors? So the intent of Front Porch Forum is that each local forum is open to the people who live there, or have a significant investment there. They work there, maybe they own a one rental apartment or something, or, or even folks maybe grew up there and their mom still lives there. And they, you know, we're open to people who have a, you know, an investment in the community. Um, we rely first on the honor system. Um, we rely second on some uh, tech tricks and filters. Third, on our online community managers who keep an eye out for suspicious, you know, there's probably not a Jimi Hendrix in Bennington, you know, and, and uh, who lives at 123 Main Street or whatever. So they keep an eye out for that. And, and then um, finally, the crowd, you know, the, the neighbors will speak up if they see that someone who doesn't live there is coming in and causing trouble. So is it perfect? No, no, we're not even for perfection. Um, but, f- but finally, the, the biggest thing is front porch forum is not a single forum is not a very attractive target. Sure. You have to be pretty determined if you want to go into, I don't know, uh, Berlin front porch forum with, you know, 500 members talking about lost cats and go stir things up. You know, it's like, it's it's interesting for the folks who live there. No offense to my friends in Berlin, um, but it, it's just not a very compelling target. I feel like Front Porch Forum is getting a small wave of attention. Um, you spoke, as I did, at uh, the Civic Signals uh, gathering led by our friends Eli Pariser and Talia Stroud, who are studying healthy online communities, looking for models that could be followed. Um, You've certainly had uh, press coverage around the pandemic, uh, around phenomena that have developed on Front Porch Forum, like a barter barter economy, which is surprisingly uh, robust in in some towns. Michael, what what does success look like? Um, Is success where you are now? Is success a world where people pick up some of the lessons of Front Porch Forum and apply them to other spaces? Is it one where your slow, uh, inexorable growth eventually covers our whole nation? Uh, what, what, what are your world plans uh, for domination? My, my dream for Front Porch Forum is to get deeper and, and, and in Vermont and in the surrounding parts of the surrounding uh, states. Um, to more wholly fulfill our 
social mission for more people and more communities and to be a, a vibrant contributor and, and player and be, be healthy. And, 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 you know, I, I think back to an era when every community had, you know, multiple generations ago where every community had several newspapers that were locally owned and operated each in competition, rigorous, you know, uh, competition together. And boy, they reported the news. But they also did 50 other things, you know, around classifieds and display ads and the weather and the sports and the entertainment stuff and restaurant reviews. And, and that that's not, I'm not saying Front Porch Forum should be a local community newspaper, but, but take the, those kind of institutions that and replace them with big tech algorithms. And that's like the McDonaldization of our food landscape. You know, it's like we need local, inst local institutions and, and, and that um, enliven and, and um, assist and, and, and help our local communities blossom. And that's, that's my goal for Front Porch Forum is more and more, and we've got all sorts of compelling feature ideas and partnerships that we're bubbling around, um, we're working on for, for the future. And, you know, they're, they're not a get rich quick idea. They're not the next Uber or whatever. Um, but in the small town, if you could, yeah, be tied into your local conversation, if you could have an easy way to find that plumber and, and you know, easy way to find a local source of something instead of going and buying it on Amazon, um, uh, you know, plug into local nonprofit activities, um, uh, actually consume local news written by local journalists and support those, those news uh, organizations. You know, that's the kind of focus that, that, that we're working on. And every day, it's just, we're a big believer in agile development. And every day is just like one incremental step in the right direction is what we're aiming for. Really glad that you brought local news into the mix. Um, one of the guests I'm hoping to have on at some point this spring is uh, Francis Wick, who runs a, a family-owned um, chain of newspapers out in the Mountain West. It's based out of uh, southeastern Arizona. He is now trying to build um, social network properties that he's calling Neighbor um, around these small independent weeklies uh, in very small towns in the Mountain West. And he's deeply inspired by you. Um, for people who are listening to this in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, for instance, I know we have a listener there. Um, what should they do if they want a front porch like community in their own community? Should they try to build their own? Should they wait for you to get there? Should they try to make something work on Facebook groups or something else? What, what do you tell people um, who are not lucky as I am to share a border with Vermont? At various times we've explored, you know, ways of trying to expand and, and it's just has not been feasible um, beyond a little bit of, of adjacent expansion uh, we've done here. But uh, I don't have an easy answer in, in those cases. Um, I'm hoping as we grow um, FPF, um, organizationally, we're, we're, we've been investing the last few years. It, it, it's interesting when you start a small business and your sole 
proprietor, basically at the beginning, you do everything soup to nuts, then you bring some more people in, more people in. Um, classic startup type stuff, but we never went out and got a big round of investment and hired a bunch of um, executives. That, that was never our model. It was always scraping things together, earning our own revenue, bootstrapping, and hiring frontline people to do the daily work. So we kind of you know, grew the organization this way. So now we're kind of top light, not top heavy. And we're looking at in, uh, making significant investments to strengthen um, FPF as an organization so that we can have a different answer to that question in the years ahead. I, I think it would be amazing um, to head to the point where FPF is either able to expand as your business and, and help people out in other communities or, you know, perhaps continue this model of helping pay people figure out how to do it themselves. It feels to me like some of the key insights you've had that you do need paid moderators that you need to slow things down, that scale is really important and that the, the scale might be keeping things as small as a neighborhood or at least as small as people who, who know who each other are. These feel like lessons that, uh, that we could all learn from. And, um, you know, I think it's remarkable that not only have you done so much work in your own community and your own state over the last 21 years, but you've really, um, you know, found some difficult truths uh, about how online communities work. And I'm, I'm grateful to you for sharing that. Um, I will also note that I've, I've always been told that the way that you can tell a gregarious Vermonter is that he's the guy who stares at your shoes while you're talking. So uh, I know how hard it is to, uh, to, to get someone who, uh, who lives in Burlington to spend 40 minutes in a conversation. So I'm, I'm grateful for you uh, giving so much time to a Flatlander. Oh, you're welcome, Ethan. It's my pleasure. And I wish I could see your shoes. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Reimagining the Internet is hosted by me, Ethan Zuckerman, and produced by Mike Sugarman, who also composed our theme song. Visit publicinfrastructure.org for more information about the launch of our research center at the University of Massachusetts at Amherst in spring 2021. And please subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. <laughs>